September 25th. Our reading in the New Testament today will be in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 1 through 16. Now, to give place to the devil is to allow unconfessed sin in your life that gives Satan an opportunity to take over. Some sins to avoid are discussed here in these chapters and verses we'll be reading. One is disunity. Believers are all one in Christ Jesus. But we must endeavor to make that spiritual unity a practical reality in our daily lives. Satan uses people who like to have their own way. We'll also learn about immaturity. Spiritual birth must lead to spiritual growth as we become more like Jesus Christ. If we are maturing in Christ, we'll show it by being able to speak the truth in love. Satan is a liar and a murderer and has a difficult time being successful when believers practice truth and love and unity. We'll also read about impurity. Well, with that, let's uh, get started here in our reading today in the New Testament. September 25th, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 16. Therefore I, Paul, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, For you have been called by God. Be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Always keep yourselves united in the Holy Spirit and bind yourselves together with peace. We are all one body. We have the same Spirit. And we have all been called to the same glorious future. There is only one Lord, one faith, one baptism. And there is only one God and Father, who is over us all, and in us all, and living through us all. However, He has given each one of us a special gift according to the generosity of Christ. That is why the Scriptures say, When He ascended to the heights, He led a crowd of captives, and gave gifts to His people. Notice that it says, He ascended. This means that Christ first came down to the lowly world in which we live. The same one who came down is the one who ascended higher than all the heavens, so that his rule might fill the entire universe. He is the one who gave these gifts to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Until we come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature and full-grown in the Lord, measuring up to the full stature of Christ. Then we will no longer be like children, forever changing our minds about what we believe because someone has told us something different or because someone has cleverly lied to us and made the lie sound like the truth. Instead, we will hold to the truth in love, becoming more and more in every way like Christ, who is the head of His body, the church. Under His direction, the whole body is fitted together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow, so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. God is the gift of the gospel. Now it gets a little better. 
Not only is it to give the gospel, but he's the gift of gospel. What do you mean he's the gift of the gospel? Well, think about it with me. He declares you righteous. It's the righteousness of God that's being emphasized here in Romans 3, 21 through 26. And he says, I give you my righteousness. It's 2 Corinthians 5, 21. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us in order that we might become the righteousness of God. What does God give us in the gospel? He gives us himself. And this is why those who have, that's why I wrote in that phrase, those who have faith in him will be reconciled to God. That's the point. We got problem is we're separated from God. The solution is we come back to God. We get God in the gospel. That seems almost simple, but you listen. Listen, folks, to how the gospel is sold in our day, and this is not what you hear. You hear people urging others to come to Christ. Come to Christ so that you can get forgiveness. Come to Christ so that you can get heaven. Come to Christ so that you can get satisfaction. Come to Christ so that you can get success. Come to Christ so that you can get your best life. Come to Christ so that you can get all the things you ever dreamed of. Blasphemy. You come to Christ to get God. We have taken God himself out of the gospel and given his gifts instead. You say, what do you mean? Ladies and gentlemen, do you think it's possible in our day to be more satisfied with the things of God than we are with God himself? To be more consumed with the things of God than we are with God himself? We have taken God himself out of the gospel and rejoiced in his gifts. This is wrong. God is the gift of the gospel. He gives us himself. There's nothing else we could ever want. And the beauty is all these things flow from God. Yes, there's forgiveness. Yes, I'm not saying heaven is not a great thing. Heaven is a wonderful thing and it flows from the presence of God. Ladies and gentlemen, you will not go to heaven if you don't want God. From the highest of heights to the depths of the sea Creation's revealing your majesty From the colors of fall to the fragrance of spring, every creature unique in the song that it sings, all exclaiming, indescribable, uncontainable, you place the stars in the sky and you know them by name. You are amazing, God. All-powerful, untamable, awestruck we fall to our knees as we humbly proclaim. You are amazing, God. Who sees lightning bolts and tell them where they should go? Or sing heavenly storehouses laden with snow? Who imagine the sun and give source to its light? Yet conceals it. To bring us the coolness of night, none can fathom in 
Psalm 68, verses 19 through 35. We'll read about the victorious singers. The happy procession reached the sanctuary, where they lifted their praises to God and asked for His continued strength as new enemies attacked. You see, the God of past victories would not forget them or forsake them as they trusted Him and obeyed His will. Well, are you marching like a conqueror in a victory celebration? or like a mourner in a funeral procession. Attitude counts for a lot with God. Psalm 68, verses 19-35 through 35. Praise the Lord, praise God, our Savior, for each day He carries us in His arms. Our God is a God who saves. The Sovereign Lord rescues us from death. But God will smash the heads of His enemies crushing the skulls of those who love their guilty ways. The Lord says, 
I will bring my enemies down from Bashan. I will bring them up from the depths of the sea. You, my people, will wash your feet in their blood, and even your dogs will get their share. Your procession has come into view, O God, the procession of my God and King, as he goes into the sanctuary. Singers are in front, musicians are behind. With them are young women playing tambourines. Praise God, all you people of Israel. Praise the Lord, the source of Israel's life. Look, the little tribe of Benjamin leads the way. Then comes a great throng of rulers from Judah. And all the rulers of Zebulun and Naphtali. Summon your might, O God. Display your power, O God, as you have in the past. The kings of the earth are bringing tribute to your temple in Jerusalem. Rebuke these enemy nations, these wild animals lurking in the reeds, this herd of bulls among the weaker calves. Humble those who demand tribute from us. Scatter the nations that delight in war. Let Egypt come with gifts of precious metals. Let Ethiopia bow in submission to God. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praises to the Lord. Sing to the one who rides across the ancient heavens, his mighty voice thundering from the sky. Tell everyone about God's power. His majesty shines down on Israel. His strength is mighty in the heavens. God is awesome in his sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. Proverbs 24, verses 3 and 4. A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with all sorts of precious riches and valuables.